The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. When Jesus, Peter, James, and John came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw Jesus, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like, like a corpse, so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I bring you grace and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> Cleansing blood. If we confess our sins... God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Cleansing blood. Do you realize that your blood actually purifies and cleanses your body? After it's brought nutrients from your stomach to feed each organ, each cell in your body, your blood co collects the impurities produced by the organs and brings them to your kidney for removal by them. Your blood actually removes the pollutants from your body and purifies your organs from self-pollution. But it does even more than that. It fights against infection and protects the health of your body by attacking the germs that infect it. It cleanses the body from pollution and infection. In Holy Communion, the blood of Jesus does something even better than that. St. John tells us 
The blood of Jesus, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Then a bit later he adds the words that you spoke at the beginning of the service. If we confess our sins, God who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Notice here the mention of two things, all sin and all unrighteousness. Unrighteousness, in modern terms, injustice and abuse. He cleanses us from the stain of the sins that we commit as well as the sins that are committed against us. In Holy Communion, Jesus says to you every Sunday that his blood was shed for the remission of sins, for the release of both of these. You see, sin contaminates us and makes us unclean inside. We have a bad conscience, an unclean conscience. We feel tainted and unworthy, ashamed of ourselves and what we have done. We feel unfit for God's presence and stay away from church and Holy Communion. We cover up what we've done. We suppress it and try to ignore it. But the more we cover it up, the worse it gets. It haunts us with a sense that something is wrong with us, that we are not as we should be. This doesn't just happen when we sin against others and God, but it also happens when others sin against us, when others commit tra transgressions against us. The stain from the sins that are done to us uh, darken our conscience. They also make us feel ashamed and unclean, just as unclean as we do when we sin. We feel ashamed and angry at the people who've hurt us. An anger that all too easy easily turns to resentment and malice, hatred and the urge to pay that person back. We want to see them punished for what they've done. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, consider for a moment how you have been sinned against. Sinned against so badly that it makes you feel angry just to think of it. <coughs> Run your mind over the Ten Commandments and think how you've been hurt by others in, in accordance with each of these commandments. Have you been hurt by a pastor or fellow Christian who has used your faith in God God's word, God's name, to damage you 
in some way? Have you been abused by your parents or anyone else in authority? Have you been physically abused by another person? Have you been sexually mistreated by somebody? Have you been cheated financially and deprived of your possessions? Have you been hurt by gossip, slander, verbal abuse? That's by far the commonest I find. Have you been emotionally abused by someone who envies you and what you have, what you possess? When others sin against us, we feel angry and hurt and unclean and unworthy. We feel uneasy and out of place in God's presence. That abuse makes us feel rotten about ourselves and ashamed. And no matter how much we try to hide it, no matter how much we try to wash ourselves, we can't cleanse ourselves from the impurity, the stain of the abuse that we've suffered. But Jesus can. Jesus can if we confess our sins and seek cleansing from him. He is the one who not only removes the stain of the sins that we commit, but also removes the stain of the sins that are committed against us. And that's why Jesus gives you his blood here every Sunday in Holy Communion. He gives you his holy, precious cleansing blood to take away all sin and the impurity that comes in the wake of sin. When you drink his blood, it makes you clean inside, from the inside out, totally clean, as clean as Jesus is clean and pure. His blood cleanses you from the abuse that you have experienced, the abuse that you try to hide away, the abuse that darkens your soul, your conscience. The abuse that you've suffered gives you a tainted heart, a tainted conscience, so that you find that you cannot stand in God's presence. You can't face God and be sure that he is pleased with you. But his blood cleanses you so that you can come before him and live without fear and shame. Some years ago, I preached on this topic in the uh, main Lutheran church, the cathedral in Kuala Lumpur, the capital of Malaysia. It was a most memorable occasion for me. I preached 
about how the blood of Jesus cleanses us from the stain of abuse. As I was helping the pastor distribute the Lord's Supper after the sermon, I was struck by a young woman who knelt to receive communion and stayed there after she received communion, crying. She cried as she received the cup from me. And she stayed there until the end of the distribution. She was dressed in a drab sari. This was an Indian Lutheran congregation. And when the service was over, the past, I and the pastor went into the vestry and he was beaming from ear to ear. And he said, John, something wonderful's happened. And I said, what? He says, it's too complicated. I'll tell you afterwards. After the service was over, the pastor told me in the vestry what had happened. Oh, I'm jumping ahead. Okay, so, yes. Um, so when we, then we went to the door and we greeted people as they came out. And this woman was sitting in the back row and she was one of the first to greet us at the door. And she did something which was totally culturally inappropriate. She took both of my hands in her hands, fell on her knees before me and kissed my hands saying, thank you, pastor. Thank you. After the people had left, the pastor told me more about her. The last time she had communed was at her confirmation eight years earlier. But her life was ruined soon afterwards. Her life was ruined because she was abused sexually by a member of her family. And no matter how much the pastors tried to help her by praying with her and telling her it wasn't her fault and she had no reason to feel ashamed or guilty, it didn't help her at all. It didn't remove the taint of that abuse, the crippling sense of shame and unworthiness that came with it. Since that time, she always came to church late and sat at the back row and she left before the service was over so that she didn't have to face anybody. But she never came to Holy Communion. But the news, the good news of the cleansing blood of Jesus changed that on that Sunday Wonderful story. But it doesn't end there. Three years later, I preached again at the same church and was greeted at the door of the cathedral by a well-dressed woman with a young baby in her arm, hands and a handsome hunk of a husband by her side. And she came up to me beaming and asked me whether I remembered her and I had to confess to my shame that I didn't.
Guess who it was? It was that young woman. The blood of Jesus made her an entirely new woman. It changed her life and gave her a new start. Well, my dear fellow saints, have you been tainted by somebody who has abused you? We all have. We all are sinned against as well as sinning. Well, since that's the case, come to Holy Communion today and every Sunday and drink the blood of Jesus that makes you whiter than snow. Jesus provides his blood for you. He provides his blood for you who have been polluted by abuse, who have been damaged by people who have transgressed against you. He says to you, this is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the remission of sins. That means release from sins. Release not just from the sins that you've committed, but also release from the sins that have been committed against you. He says to you, today, every Sunday, the same words that he said to a leper, be clean. Let him take away your taint. Let him cover you with his purity. Believe that his blood cleanses you from all sin and all abuse. Trust that he will cleanse you through and through. Confess what's happened to you and receive the cleansing blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.